You are listening to the Embassy Church Podcast, and here is today's message. I just feel a level of breakthrough is going to take place this morning. There are things that we've been contending for, that there's breakthrough that's going to take place. And so even in this moment, the things that you maybe came in carrying or worrying about or whatever it is, we're going to lay it at his feet and say, he has overcome. He has overcome. I am more than an overcomer because he has overcome. Amen. 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 Listen, I just want us to stay in this place of worship and not to get into that place of like, oh, this is business as usual. But just staying in this place of our hearts turned towards him. And God, you'll do whatever you want to do. You have your way in this place. My heart is open to you to move and do whatever you want to do. Amen? Amen. Well, let's welcome Sammy with us. Can you bring the table out over for him, please? We had the most incredible weekends uh, with the Purpose Conference with the youth and the young adults. And man, I tell you, the presence of God is just the most amazing thing. It's the most important thing. It's it's everything. And you can hold a conference and have all the lights and all the smoke and all the candy and all the most amazing thing. But if you don't have the presence of God, <laughs> that's what changes lives. And man, last night was incredible. It was just incredible. And maybe next week we'll have some time to talk about just some of the things that God did in the youth and the young adults' lives. Because I know that we really believed and we contended and we were in the prayer room praying that it would be a defining moment, a marking moment, that things things changed from that moment on. And this morning when I was praying for us, I pray for the exact same thing, that God let this be a marking moment for us as a church, that this would be a defining moment that changes or the even shifts us into the new thing that you're doing because we know that God's doing a new thing, right? We've been talking about it, that it's new beginnings and, and, and God is moving us into a new way. And we've said, we don't know what it is and we don't know what it looks like. And one of my favorite verses Sammy's been quoting is, God, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And so this is a defining moment for our church. So let's set our faith and our heart and our attention on it. Sammy? Thank you so much, Pastor Megan. Come on, can we do something today? Can we give God praise in this place? All right, that was half of us. I want you to exercise your lungs this morning. Can we really give Jesus a shout of praise in this place? There we go. Come on, how many are excited to be in church today? Listen, I, I don't feel like I'm coming with a message. I feel like today is a day of encounter. I feel like today is a day where it really is a marking moment for the church. And uh, it was such an honor to be with all the young people. It really does feel like home here. I, I want to just say this again. Thank you so much uh, to, the, to the pastoral team, but also the volunteer team. Can we give it up to those guys this whole week? Absolutely amazing. This is a, what I saw... This weekend was like a next level conference. 
I, I, I saw stuff this week. I thought, my goodness, you know, you could host this anywhere in the world. This was so excellent. So thank you, Pastor Megan, the whole team. You guys did a fantastic job because how many believe with me right now that our young people, listen, they're not just tomorrow's leaders. They're actually today's leaders right now. And we need a move of the Spirit of God in this generation more now than ever before. And, and I feel this right now that God wants to stir us up. Can somebody here believe with me that Canada's days are the best right now, not behind us, that our future is bright, that Canada's called to be glorious and free. And I, there's a stirring of the Spirit, I believe, in this season into 2022 going into 2023 that the best is yet to come. Someone say this with me. The best is yet to come. Say it again. The best is yet to come. See, I feel like that's a prophetic statement this morning that God is saying, listen, everything that we've seen, even the struggles, you know, the, the miracle testimonies, listen, the best is yet to come. We haven't seen anything yet. Come on, listen. If we were done, God would just take us to heaven. The truth is we haven't seen anything yet. I don't know about you. I'm contending. When I was here, we, we went out for dinner last night and I was stirred in my spirit because I'm thinking, God, I thank you that you have a vision for Prince Albert where a whole city can be touched by Jesus Christ, where we can, could we believe God that we're going to see more souls in this season saved than ever before? How many say amen? amen. And I, I just, I, this isn't like prophetic pie in the sky one day, hopefully in the future. I believe we're in the days of harvest right now. You know, Pastor Megan was with us in June for our evangelistic red zone event. By the way, I should I should introduce myself just a little bit. My name's Sammy Robinson, and I just you gave me the mic. I'm like I just want to get into this flow, and uh, I am married to the most amazing woman, Kristen Robinson, and we have three lovely kids, eight, six, and four, all girls. By the way, so please pray. <laughs> And uh, I have definitely increased my prayer life with three girls. It is absolutely incredible. My oldest, Kaylin, my middle, Taylor. Jordan is my boss baby. And how many of you need a boss baby in your life? I'm just saying. And she is absolutely adorable. Uh, she wants to take over the world. I'm okay with that. And uh, we live in Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, we have a ministry called Voice Revival. We also have another ministry. It's our evangelistic arm called Play for Life. We host community sporting events for kids uh, all over Canada. I get the privilege of doing chaplaincy for multiple uh, NHL teams uh, and also the Toronto Raptors. And so we use that favor uh, to create a platform using sports to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And how many know today the answer to our situation in Canada is not, listen, I know a lot of times we complain about government, but how many believe the answer today is Jesus Christ? You know, I believe everything comes out of the reality of Jesus Christ. Our communities change when they encounter Jesus Christ. And so this last June, uh, the Lord spoke to me. It was wild. Uh, he said, I want you to host a, an evangelistic football event for kids. And you're going to do a big camp. And I'm thinking, God, you've got the wrong guy. I've never played football before. Uh, I went to a Mennonite school. Any Mennonites here, you're proud of it. And uh, I went to a Mennonite school, and they didn't even believe in contact sports. So it was like, I, I played, ba I was a basketball player. And so it, it was funny because when the Lord spoke this to me, I'm like, God, I don't even know where to begin. And uh, God started bringing the pieces together, and we started to have a God dream. How many want a God dream in this season? It's one thing to have your dream. It's another thing to have a God dream. 
And uh, I believe we're about to step into the God dream in this, you know, in this next, like, I believe 2023, get ready because God's about to do something beyond what we can think or imagine in Ephesians 3.20. And uh, I remember the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to go after uh, the largest, uh, your largest football university stadium, which is University of Alberta. And uh, by the way, this was during COVID when the Lord spoke this to me and nothing was open. And I'm like, God, like, this isn't the right time. And God's like, no, this is the right time. And I'm like, God, it's not the right time. And God's like, no, this is the right time. How many of you are not going to win that argument with God? <laughs> and I, I just remember thinking like everything in me is like, this is a bad idea. But can I tell you this right now? How many know the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Can I say this right now? There's a lot of people that will criticize what you do, but the truth is when you get a vision from heaven, when you see what other people can't see, you'll have what other people can't have. Five of us are getting it. I promise you by the end, we'll get there. See, I believe what's happened in the church is for some of us, we've had the lenses of hopelessness for a long time. God wants to remove those lenses today. He wants you to dream again and hope again that COVID hasn't stunted your vision. This is not the end of the church era. We're coming into the greatest season of the church like we've ever seen before. And so when the Lord spoke, he said, I want you to go down to the university. I said, okay. I was with a dear friend, Randy Young, who organized the event. Randy's based out of Edmonton. And my pastor, I, I, I listen, I so believe in accountability. And so I, I, I sat down with uh, Pastor Brett uh, with Saints Church. And that's where Chris and I go. And I said, hey, Pastor Brett. I'm like, I got this wild idea. And he thought, oh, no, here we go. And uh, I said, I want to rent the University of Alberta Stadium. And I want to bring in NFL football players. And I want to put on the the best football camp that Edmonton has ever put on. He said, wow, Sammy, you you don't do anything small, do you? I said, nope. And uh, he's like, here's what he said. He says, do you feel peace? I said, everything externally says this is crazy. But if you ask me, do I feel peace inside? Absolutely. Can I tell you this right now, friends? I, I so believe this revival never comes in a perfect moment. Your breakthrough never comes when everything's calm and everything's peaceful out there. But the truth is, many times when I know for myself, when I'm trying to hear the word of the Lord, what am I supposed to do? How do I see breakthrough? It's not an external peace that I'm looking for. It's an internal peace. And when Jesus was in the midst of the storm, he wasn't looking at the storm being like, I don't know what to do. He actually spoke from the place of internal peace. And in the boat, when everything was chaotic, he could stand up. Why? Because he wasn't trusting on what he saw in the natural, but he had a reality of peace in the inside. And how many know that peace in the inside is greater than what's going on in the outside? And so I said, I got a peace in me that I know that God wants to do this. And he's like, you have to do it. And so here we go. I go down to the arena. You got the funniest thing, big stadium, you know, you know, you're there. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And here's me and Randy. We meet with the team and everybody like I, Edmonton was so wild with the masks. Like I saw things I've never seen before. I mean, like some people were stacking masks, like quad stack masks. Like, I mean, it was, so there I am. And there's a guy, he must've had like three masks on. It was like triple stack triple ply mask and uh, and and he's talking and he's like hey how can I help you why are you here and I knew what he was thinking he was like dude this is like COVID like what are you doing here and I'm like I'm here to write your stadium and he's like why 
again, this was during like, like uh, where, where, this was like December or November. So this was like, people weren't even talking about borders opening, anything going on. And I'm like, I'm here to rent the stadium. And they're like, no. I'm like, yes. They're like, no. I'm like, I, we're in disagreement. How do we find some commonality here? Because I'm not leaving until we can rent the stadium. And they're like, you don't understand. Like, why would you rent a stadium? We don't even know if we're going to be open. How do you have that conversation? And I'm like, listen, I've got under good authority <laughs> that things are going to change. And they're like, I'm looking, he's looking at me being like, you're crazy. So here's what they do. He says, I got to talk to the manager. So he leaves. The manager comes out and says, listen, you're a very unique organization. I'm like, no kidding. <laughs> and he's like, we'll rent you the stadium, but you're going to have to give us a 50% deposit that is non-refundable. See, can I say this right now? Everybody that I know has vision. They tell me their vision. Oh, I got prophetic vision. I got this vision. I got this vision. But here's the problem. Your vision is useless if you have no faith. See, when there's vision, everything, listen, I can vision for days, but at some point, you have to believe the vision and say, God, if this is from you, I'm going to take that step. I'm going to do something with it. I don't want to die with a whole bunch of prophetic words. Is anybody here? Am I speaking to anybody today? Listen, I, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of just hearing prophetic words that one day God's going to move in harvest. Is there anybody here that's saying, God, right here, right now, in, listen, in Prince Albert, would you move in harvest? Whatever it takes. T listen, $10,000 I had to sign down right off the bat. Ten grand. Man, I told my wife, she's like, I hope you're right. <laughs> I love my wife. She's just straight. Listen, I, I've got a black belt in verbal judo because of my wife. Let me say that right now. You know what that does? I'll say this right now. Part of the reason why we don't have a prayer life is because we don't have a faith life. See, when you start to step out and you start to move by faith, it will command you to pray. Because all of a sudden, you know what I started doing? I started getting in my prayer closet saying, God, I just put down $10,000. I'm in this, whether I like it or not, I'm in the boat. And there I am, and I'm like, oh God, will you help, 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 help? I mean, Xena, warrior tongues. I mean, I was giving it all she got. And all of a sudden, God starts to speak. He says, you're, you're going to put this event on. And it's going to be amazing. And he says, it's not going to be second class. You're going to do it first class. Can I say this right now? I'm tired of second class Christian events. I'm tired of it. And I think we need to, up, listen, we need to upgrade our expectation. Because part of the reason why we do second class events is because we have an internal issue. We do. You know why? Because we don't value ourselves and it comes out in our events. You can only put on what you project. And so often, I'm going to speak this right now. I'm going to hit hard here. If this, listen, if this is my last time, God bless. Hey, here's the deal. We need to invest into the next generation. And if we just think sloppy seconds for next generation, I'm telling you, that's not going to cut it because there's groups like Nike and Disney and all these other groups that are investing billions of dollars into the next generation. And we get mad with those groups when they're trying to influence our kids and spending the money. And then we think, well, you know, this is all evil. What's wrong? Well, put your money where your mouth is. Oh, man. Amen. But here's the thing, in revival, God's going to increase generosity. Yeah. 
because it's going to take all of us. So when the Lord spoke to put on a first-class event, God used Randy Young, my dear friend, Randy Young. All of a sudden, we started dreaming together, and God said, you're going to have air cannons at your event. I said, air cannons, God, that's the, like, in my head, I'm like, that's a pure waste of money. There's going to be a tunnel where kids are going to run out of. They're going to feel like they're playing for the NFL. We're going to turn an event that when kids come, it's going to speak to the identity that you're valued, that you're worth it, that it's awesome. And you're going to give them all jerseys. And I'm started, and then you're going to feed them all, and you're going to have massive LED screens. You're going to have a live DJ at the event. And now all of that again sounds great until you look at the bill. <laughs> when I got down to it, at the end of this thing, it was a quarter of a million dollars for one day. And you're like, okay. See, everything in you is trying to rationalize. See, here's the deal. I don't care who you are, how much faith you have. There's always the internal struggle of trying to rationalize the word of the Lord. But at some point, you get to the end of yourself and you ask the question, is this God or is it not? That's the thing that matters. Because a vision that comes from heaven will be funded by heaven. Whether it's $10 or 10000 you have to ask yourself, is this God? If it's God, I don't want to be one foot in, one foot out. It, it won't work. I have to go all in. Jesus went all in for you. It's time to go all in for the things of the kingdom. And so in this place, I said, okay, God, $250,000. And I did this on my own dime. By the way, you know what the Lord spoke to me? This was like, you want to talk about faith? He said, Here's the deal. When you ask your, like, when I go in, because I'm an itinerant minister, I speak in churches. God says, I'm going to provide funds for you. You're going to start working with business owners. And by the way, he's like, for me, this was for me. He said, you won't receive one offering from a church. I'm like, God, I really feel like you're like Pharaoh right now. You're asking me to make bricks with no straw. You know what God told me? He said, there's things that are coming. He said, there's new ways to do things in this season. He's like, I want to break you out of religious molds in this time. He said, there's multiple streams of revenue that are going to come in the church in this season. He's like, you're about to shift. Listen, friends, we're about to shift in this season where the wealth of the nations is coming into the church, where God's about to build this church with glory and with excellence. And the world is going to see that our God is real because we don't serve money. Money serves the vision of heaven. Well, you can tell I'm fired up. I was tired before. You can ask Megan. I feel like I've just drank five Red Bulls in the spirit. I'm like, let's go. All of a sudden, God started bringing people in. It was amazing. When it's God's vision, he'll promote it. When it's God's vision, he brings the people. And all of a sudden, we start getting people coming in. We had the wildest stuff happen. One, one group, some good friends of mine, messaged me and said, Sammy, I want you to come see us. I come down. They said, I don't know what you're doing, but I feel like the Lord's saying, you're stepping into stadium ministry. Here's a check for $100,000. Another lady said, I love this vision. We got to go after the next generation. Here's a check for $50,000. Can I say this right now? We, we literally saw the finances come in within a couple of months of the event, completely, totally $250,000. Now, I don't know about you. That's huge. That, that, like, I'm giving God This isn't about me. A vision that comes from heaven will be funded by heaven. If you're mad with me, listen, I'm just in sales. Take it up with management. See, here's the thing. We get upset, and I, I, I'm pushing, I'm poking a button because some people are irritated when I do this. I can feel it. And I'm going to keep pushing. Because here's the deal. 
I'm pushing on a button of hope deferred that's made the heart sick. And for some of us, if you're really honest with yourselves, you're like, God, why does it happen for him and not for me? Can I say this right now? There's something that's going on in the church today right now, and I want to encourage you. There's something that's happening right now where God is redefining this new season. And maybe in previous seasons, you feel like you've stepped out and nothing's happened. Can I tell you this right now? You can't give up. You've come too far to give up. Just because, can I say this right now? I've had visions that don't work. I've had things that I thought were God that were not God. I've made mistakes and I've, I've done things that I tried to do it and it did not work. But here's the deal. When you keep moving forwards and you don't give up, there's always breakthrough. Someone say breakthrough. How many want breakthrough today? Say it again. Breakthrough. See, when you don't give up, there is breakthrough. I know you're hungry. You wouldn't be here today. Listen, we went through one of the hardest seasons. I'm just going to honor Pastor Megan and the whole team, the family. Going through COVID was not easy. Being a pastor during COVID is not easy. And I don't care what you think. If you're not a pastor, keep your opinion to yourself. Because you don't have, you have no clue what it takes to be able to do this, especially in, in the people business. You don't get paid enough to do what you do. I mean it. I know, I know CEO executives that make millions of dollars that tell me all the time, pastoring is exhausting. You know why? Because in pastoring, you're literally working with people and, and as we all know, all of us have opinions. And, but here's the problem. Sometimes we forget that our opinions do not matter when it comes to the opinion of Jesus. And there's times where we need to lay down our opinions and be like, you know what? I might not agree with this. This is what I've learned from my pastor. I don't always agree with my pastor, but I, one thing I do know is this, that when he stands before God about the, about the church, I'm not the one standing there being accountable for the church. He is. It's my job to support him in those decisions and to honor him in those decisions because at the end of the day, he stands there on behalf of the church and God will say, what did you do with the church? I want to be a person that's lifting up his arm saying, you can do it. We believe in you. We're going after this thing together. Why? Because I know that I know that I know there's a harvest that's coming in Canada and it's so massive. I don't want to miss out. Fast forward, God starts to speak to me with this event. Sorry, guys, I'm making a short story very long here. I feel like it's a documentary I'm giving you. Um, Fast forward, the Lord spoke to me and said, you're going to get your community involved. How many believe that we can work with our community? Can I say this right now? We have to stop making things us against them. We need to be recognized more for what we're for than what we're against. It's easy, it's easy to draw a crowd talking about what you're against. It takes actual relationship to talk about what you're for. And here's the thing, the Lord spoke to me and said, you're going to get TSN on board, you're going to get Virgin Radio on board. And I said, how in the world am I going to do that? He says, you're going to phone him up and tell him what you're doing. And I'm like, now in my head, in my head I was thinking, okay, I'll tell them that it's a community football event. The Lord said, no, you'll tell them that you're Christians. I said, God, I said, I feel like they're not going to like us. He said, no, that's your made up mind. He's like, when a vision that comes from heaven, I'll give you favor. Even with people that might not agree with you, they'll work with you because it's my vision. They're coming around me, not around your ministry. They're coming around me. I'll give you favor. The Bible says that he holds the heart of a king in his hand and he turns it any way that he wants to. So I phone up TSN. She says, how's it going? I said, listen, I need to talk to someone in management. We're hosting a football event for kids. It's going to be amazing. I shared the vision. I said, oh yeah, by the way, we're also Christians and we believe in the value of, of 
actual God identity in every kid. And I said, we're at the end of this event, we're going to be doing a whole thing on faith and family and football. What do you think? They said, Let, let's get back to you. A couple of days later, I'll again talk about prayer. A couple of days later, they got a hold of me and said, listen, talk to us about this event. I said, it is going to be, I said this by faith, by the way, it is going to be the best football event that Edmonton has ever seen. And they're like, and you guys are Christians. I said, absolutely. All the guys that are coming are Christians. But I said this, this is going to be a different event, church event than you've ever been to. I said, it's going to be so much excellence and so much fun. I said, we have so many volunteers that are going to help out. You don't want to miss out. You know what they said? We would love to partner with you. They said, what do you think if we give you for two months, 10 ads a day, every single day on our radio station? You guys, that was a $100,000 gift that they gave to us completely, totally for free. They said, let's talk to Virgin Radio, who's owned by the same company, Bell Media. We'll talk to Virgin Radio, try to get them on board. Virgin Radio gave us 10 free ads every single day. And the CEO of Virgin Radio for Canada, you guess what they did? They literally said, you know what? We love this so much. We're going to give you, basically, it's called a website takeover day that Virgin Radio and TSN, you will take over our websites and be on the front page of both the websites to promote your event in Edmonton. Come on, somebody. Now, here's the thing. Did it have its challenges? Yes. Are there people that were upset? Yes, that's life. Just choose not to get offended. It's honestly, I, I can live very happy. You know, we had, I'll be honest with you, we had a lot of people that were very pointed with questions and they accused us of stuff and but we have to know, we have to be secure in our faith to say, you know what? Accusations don't define me. What people say about me don't, doesn't define me. The, the, the greatest words are the words of the Father. I'm not here to try to please everybody. I'm here to do the Father's business. Amen. And when I get that, you know what happens? You can really love for real because your love has no agenda. We're not coming in. I, I'm trying to do a bait and switch and try to fake you into the kingdom. No, I'm here to establish a, a platform for you to experience the excellence of heaven because I guarantee you when you go to heaven, there's no budget in heaven. Listen, friends, there's no, there's no religious spirit in heaven. And I want to present that on the earth because Jesus said, here's how we pray on earth as it is in heaven. So our whole model is what would it be like for a kid to step into an atmosphere of heaven? How do we know you can get a whole church involved in that? We had intercessors praying every week around the stadium, releasing heaven on the stadium, praying, God, would you have such an atmosphere of peace, such an atmosphere of joy, such an atmosphere of love on these grounds that when kids come in, they step into the atmosphere of heaven. How many believe we can have church on a football field? Come on, somebody. Oh. So we host this event. So much fun, like so much fun. Kids were saying, we've never been a part of this event, something like this in their life. You know how many kids came up to me and just crying? They said, why would you do this for me? I had parents, grown men, grown men coming up to me being like, sir, can I shake your hand? I said, well, I didn't do anything. They said, no, you don't understand. It's been the hardest two years of our lives. And I actually get to participate in watching my kids have fun. And they said, I, I, I don't know a lot about you. I know you're Christians. But he says, this is real deal. And he's like, thank you for doing this. Thank you for loving our kids. Thank you for loving our community. I want to tell you something, friends. We had eight hours with these kids on a field playing sports. And God was working on their heart. And I want to say this right now. 
in this event, when we did an altar call at the end and we shared on you know, football and faith, we gave out awards, we had awesome food. How many know that when you start spending time with people that don't know Jesus, if you truly walk in the atmosphere of heaven, how many know their hearts will automatically open? And so in this place, kids' hearts were open and we did an altar call. I wish I, I should have got the video to put it up online, I'm sorry. Uh, but we saw in one moment 147 young people give their lives to Jesus Christ. Can we give God praise? Between the ages of 10 and 18. Like 90% men. How many are ready for some more men to come into church? I, I, listen, I, I, listen, I want men and women, but I want some more men because I, sometimes I feel like we need a little more testosterone in the body. I'm just saying. I live in a house all of women. Come on now. Listen, come on, men. I need you. But what does God want to do with you? If you've got your Bible, I, I so believe in the word. Turn with me real quick. And I, I want to make sure I honor the time. And Turn with me to Isaiah 43. I feel like we're, we're right now in an Isaiah 43 moment. When you're there, say, got it. It's like three of us. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're waking up. Come on now. Isaiah 43, verse 16 says this. Thus says the Lord who makes a way. Someone say makes a way who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and power. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Verse 18. Look at this. What, we, what have we been talking about all day today so far? Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold. Someone say behold. Behold, behold is, by the way, is one of the most powerful words in the Bible. When you read the word behold, God is specifically saying, I want your attention right here and right now. And it says this, behold, I will do a new thing. Someone say new thing. New thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I'll even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. How many are looking for rivers in the desert in this season? If you're a little bit dry, I'm believing today God's going to fill and overflow your life with hope. How many say amen? amen? So with this, I want you to get something because the, the, the prophet Isaiah is prophesying, number one, that God's about to make a way. And, I, and I'll get into that in a moment. But he says this, behold, I am doing a new thing. How many are ready for a new thing? But here's the caveat to it though. God specifically says, do not remember the former things. Look at this, nor consider the things of old. I think sometimes that's one of the hardest things that stops us from moving into a new thing. Is not just the bad, but also the good of the old season. How many are thankful that we are stepping into a new thing, amen? amen. But here's the deal. I believe God is closing, and this is a word for this church, God is closing an old door so we can open up a new one. And I feel this, that the old doors of discouragement, the old doors of feeling hope deferred are closing, and God is doing a new thing. Now, here's the thing with this word. This is the, if I can say this right now, how many believe today when Jesus starts to speak, there's times, well, honestly, I, when, I, when I read my Bible, this is me. This is Sammy Robinson paraphrase, okay? This is not a theology, you know, this isn't theology. But I read certain things, and I'm like, God is a gangster. 
I mean it. God is a gangster. Because you know what he says? Behold, I will do a new thing. Now. Someone say now. Now, now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Can I tell you this right now? God is doing a new thing. With you or without you, God is doing a new thing. He's going to see his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So here's the word right now is that in the midst of this, and so often I feel like we think it's about us and our dependency on God. God's saying, no, 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 no. You got to get on board with my vision because I'm doing a new thing. You got to discern the new thing that God's doing because whether you like it or not, God doesn't care. I don't like it. The music's too loud. Well, that's too bad. I don't like this. I don't like that. It doesn't matter. Because God's doing a new thing. And for some of us, we might get offended, but the truth is this. Our our participation is this. Can you discern what God's doing? This is the hardest part about an old thing. Is so often we, re- we rely on the old models, the old breakthroughs. And again, please hear me. I got touched by God. I'm a second generation Christian. I got touched by God in an, um, some amazing services. Like I don't have a crazy testimony story about how I gave my life to the Lord. I got saved at eight years old in a bathroom. Like that's, talk about humble beginnings. <laughs> Like, I don't have a crazy story. I don't have, a, like, I'd hear other speakers. I'm like, oh my gosh, their story's crazy and all this stuff. Like, you know, that like Matrix dodge bullets, God saved them all. I have none of that. I saved in a bathroom. I told all the young people, I had to pay the price for you for wor- 90s worship. I said it was rough in the 90s. And my dad was the worship leader. It was rough. It was like country twang, you know, combined with worship. I don't know, there was times where I'm like, I just want to be still and know that he is God. (laughs) I got one preach it now. (laughs) But here's the thing, my life was touched and I'll never, I'm going to say this right now. We can never dishonor the past. And here's the problem sometimes. And I'm, I'm going to speak to the next gen. Don't you dare dishonor what God did in the past. I will never do that. Because it's their breakthrough that's created a platform for us to step on. And I will never, ever, ever dishonor the previous generation and the sacrifices they made. Because we are standing on their ceiling because there was someone willing to pay the price. So we have to move in a culture of honor. And at the same time, we can't look at the old system saying, I I just wish it was like what it was. Friends, what it was is gone. We got to be willing to embrace the new thing. And I know it's hard and it can be frustrating. And, and you're looking and you're like, I'm going to be honest, if I have to see another pair of skinny jeans, I'm going to hurt somebody. <laughs> There's so many things that, you know, that go on and we might not get it, but we have to learn how to embrace it because we're part of a family today. And it's the father's business. And I believe in this season, what, well, I don't know about you, but coming out of COVID, something has happened in my life where I want to make sure that my family is in revival. Is there anybody here that's praying, God, would you send revival over my home and my family, my kids and my grandkids? I don't care what it looks like. 
I've got three little girls that have been bombarded every day in their school systems talking about identity, talking about all this stuff on gender, all this stuff on sex, all this stuff that's happening, and they live in this world. I want them to know God. Because I refuse to say, no. Again, I might get in trouble. This is me, by the way. This is not, this is not anyone else. I'm not trying to hide my kids. I want my kids to know who their God is. And I'm willing to have these tough conversations. Here's here's the thing we have to do in this season. We have to raise up strong kids. And we have to make sure that we're active in our kids. The demand for me in this season, it's been so high. I want to be active in my kids' spiritual life. I want them to know. You know, one of the the greatest joys for me right now is my oldest daughter is traveling with me. Eight-year-old Kaylin traveling with me. And, And the questions she asks are so amazing and so difficult. It gets a little bit annoying. Because she'll ask me stuff that some of you, you think about, but you dare to ask. And she's just like, Dad, can I tell you something? What? I remember when I started moving the prophetic, she's like, Dad, are you looking on your phone? I'm like, that's a good question. I'm not afraid of that question. Honey, you hold my phone. She said, I will hold your phone. And all of a sudden, I started moving in in prophecy and started, God started giving me words of knowledge. She's like, okay, Dad, that's legit. You know what then she asked me? She said, Dad, why doesn't God just reveal himself all the time? You talk about all these things that you do. She's like, why can't I do them? And I'm like, snap. (laughs) I'm like, man, I'm on, I'm on, you know, the 20 minute show here. I'm getting bombarded, but I love it because it's coming out of sincerity. I'm not trying to tell her, well, just believe what I, I have to say. No, I want her to learn how to think for herself because if she gets it, it's not on dad's words to keep her. It's on her ability to hear Holy Spirit. We got to parent our kids. Man, I'm hitting every cow. (laughs) She came with me on a trip just recently. This was so cool. Talk about God's doing some amazing things. I I really believe God today, he's going to bring breakthrough. I believe there's miracles in the room. In a moment, we'll go there. And uh, uh, Kaylin came with me on a trip. This was a couple of weeks ago in a pastor's conference. There's like 300 pastors. POC pastors, 300 of them. And uh, there I am. And I'm moving in ministry. My daughter's just sitting there smiling and she's watching and and she's on my phone. And all of a sudden she stops being on my phone, stands up and comes to the stage. And I'm trying to preach. And all of a sudden she starts pulling on my leg. Like it's awkward. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be like, sweetie, you know, dad, dad's doing his thing here. She doesn't care. She's like, no, I got something to say. And and it's awkward. There's all these pastors that are looking and being like, you're the minister. Can't you, you know? deal with your kid. And I'm thinking, God, what do I do? And and can I say this about God? God's going to use the next generation. I mean, the kids, it's going to be epic. They're so much more anointed than any of us. I just want to say this right now. And my daughter grabs my pants and says, dad, I got a word. I'm like, you got a word? She's like, yeah, I got words of knowledge. God wants to heal people. Now I'm panicking. See, some of you are like, oh, that's cute. And then I'm like, I haven't taught her this. And all of a sudden she grabs, I give her the mic in fear and trepidation. I'm like, oh Lord, help, 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 help. And she starts to go, there's someone on this side. You got pain on the right side of your stomach. Who are you? And all of a sudden someone stands up. She starts to pray. Boom, they get healed. There's someone over here. You got ringing in your right ear. God wants to heal you. Boom, that person gets healed. She starts going for 30 minutes, calling out words of knowledge and people are getting healed. They forgot about me. 
It used to be Kaylin is Sammy's daughter. Now I'm, I'm Kaylin's father. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, wow, you've been parenting your kids so well. I'm thinking, who is this girl? <laughs> so I remember I took her off to the side. I said, sweetie, here, let's have a little, you know, daddy-daughter time. I looked at her. I said, how did you do that? <laughs> you know what she told me? She said, dad, I've been watching you do this. See, I want to tell you this right now. Some of us today, we're trying to teach our kids what to do. We need to show them how to do it through our life and live it. And so here's what she said. She said, I've been seeing you move in words of knowledge and prophetic. And she said, God, if you can do it through my dad, I can do it too. Friends, there's a generation that wants to be equipped, not just to hear about the stories of what was. They want to move in what is and the God of the now. I just believe it's in the room right now. God's about to equip a generation where this room, I'm prophesying this over Megan. I'm telling you, I'm putting my faith with you guys. This room is going to be filled with the next generation. I mean, they're going to be so hungry. How many can believe right now this place will be packed, packed with middle school, high school, elementary school kids pursuing Jesus. And it's going to push us because they're going to move in miracle signs and wonders. And they're going to say, if they can do it, I can do it. I'll be honest. I... Again, when you get older, you're like, when you're the young person, you're like, yeah, that's me. When you're older, you're like, God, that's not fair. Because <laughs> I used to be the person when, you know, it used to be like, if you're 25 and under, come forwards. I, I was like, yes. <laughs> then when you're like 30, you're like, that's no fun. <laughs> God bless you. And sometimes you think like, God, what's going on? Like, why are you doing this? Here's the deal. The Bible says that forever he'll be known as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I want to say this right now. I, I believe we owe it to the next generation for them to have their own God encounter. And I'm just realizing more and more, it's not about what happens with me. I just want him to increase and I'll decrease. Because at the end of the day, the only name that's above every other name is the name of Jesus. And at the mention of that name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And I'm here to tell you right now, I believe it's a prophetic voice. I don't say this normally, but I'm going to say it here. I believe it's a prophetic voice today. Get ready. Because the harvest is coming in and it's time to get ready. And it's time to shut the old doors right now. Old doors of discouragement, old doors of hopelessness. It's time to close the door. You know how you do that? Because some of us are like, God, how do I do this? You start moving in thanksgiving for what is coming. And you start to thank the Lord. Thankfulness is what closes the old door and opens the new door. And for some of us right now, we've lost the ability to be thankful. So the enemy is terrified. The Bible says you enter his gates with what? If you want to step into the new season, you move into thanksgiving. You start to thank God. I thank you right now. I start to remind myself of what God's done. Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, for my family. I thank you, God. Even if my kids, you know, if your kids aren't serving, Lord, Lord, I thank you that you gave me these kids. Lord, you didn't give me these kids by accident. You called them for such a time as this. Lord, I thank you for my son. You know, there's someone in here right now. I'm, I'm going to start moving in words of knowledge. There's someone in here right now. Your son has had trouble with the law. God's going to do a miracle with your son in the issues of, of restoration. Like, I don't know if there's a record or something. God wants, I just see stuff getting erased. Who are you? Who is this person where you need breakthrough for your son? If this is you, I want you to put up your hand. God's going to do breakthrough. Who is this right now? There's something with, with the law. There's something with your son. If that's you, quickly. I know I want you to be bold. Maybe this is new. If this, put up your hand. I know you're here. Lord, I thank you. I call it prophetic pressure. <laughs> Does this make sense? 
something with your son. Lord, I thank you for releasing it now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for releasing it in this place. I'm just going to pray. Lord, I thank you right now for the releasing of that breakthrough right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you right now that all the trouble with the law goes now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that you're going to release supernatural favor over them today in Jesus' name. Lord, close the old doors. Lord, I thank you right now for any kids that are, if, listen, if there's kids that are addicted uh, in any way to alcohol or narcotics, I just want you to lift up your hand. God's going to release healing right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Come on. Lord, I thank you right now for breakthrough right now in Jesus' Jesus' name, we break the spirit of addiction coming off a generation. I speak right now to the issues of, of drug and alcohol abuse is coming off now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we thank you for the releasing right now of breakthrough. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. Lord, we release it now in the mighty name of Jesus. How many say amen? amen. I wrote a couple of things down. I, I kept seeing this. There's someone here that's had an issue with like your Achilles tendon. It's been off and on with a pain in your in your Achilles. Who is this? Does that make sense? It's like the Achilles and the ankle. God wants to heal. If that's you, just put up your hand right now. Who is this? This is you? Okay, a couple of you. Just stand up. I just want to, there's a couple of you, just stand up. Lord, I thank you right now for that healing anointing right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we release that anointing over the Achilles. Father, we thank you right now. All the pain, uh, all the tightness, sir, I just see that all the tightness is coming off right now. Lord, I thank you just for a complete healing, not even just over the foot. There's a couple of things that you need. I see God correcting like the back and there's a whole bunch of stuff that's coming into, does this make sense? Yes, yeah, so Lord, we thank you for complete alignment right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. This is going to be a year of divine restoration for you right now. Lord, we speak sevenfold restoration where the enemies tried to steal from you in the previous season. Lord, we thank you right now for divine restoration being released in Jesus' mighty name. And for this lady right here, Lord, I thank you. Give me your hand. Lord, I thank you for the releasing right now of healing over this foot. I even speak to God's going to release family revival over you right now in Jesus' name. Every word curse is broken now in Jesus' name. I, I feel like right now there's been an attack right now. It's like a swirl that's trying to come against you. God, I, we just speak peace over every storm right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Every tongue that tries to rise up against you will be condemned in Jesus' mighty name. How many say amen? amen. Come on. Can we give God praise? Man, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Lord, we thank you right now. Wow. This is an interesting word. Um, I kept seeing in worship, um, I had this picture. It was like, I felt like I was on like the second or third story of like a hospital. And I kept seeing this, this boy that needed a miracle in an organ. Now, I'm not saying this is your kid, but I feel like someone here is a part of, of some kind of, like, like, I don't know if it's a prayer chain or something with a kid that needs a miracle in an organ or something like this. Who is this? Does that make sense to anybody? Does that make sense? I just feel like there's creative power. How many believe Jesus can move in creative miracles? Amen. Does this, does this make sense? Is someone here, they know that there's someone here that needs a miracle in, a, in their organ, like a child. Does that make sense? Yes. Just stand up. 
Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, for the releasing of that healing anointing right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we just speak right now over the heart. Lord, we speak over, there's like a complete overhaul over the body. Father, we thank you right now in Jesus' name. Wherever they're at, we just release that anointing of healing now in Jesus' name. And Lord, we speak right now, recreation of organs right now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the healing of the body in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, how many say amen? amen. Well, thank you, Lord. There's someone here, there, you've had an issue with your hand. There's something about like, like a, a, a numbness or a pain in the hand, like mobility. Who is this? Something with the hand. God wants to heal the, the hand. Does this make sense? Who are you? I kept feeling this thing with the hand. Is this you there? Okay, is there someone here too? Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna pray. I just felt this here. I'll pray for you too. Ma'am, just lift up your hands. Lord, I thank you for releasing of healing right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for, Lord, healing in the hand, but also, Lord, family revival. God, right now in Jesus' name, I keep seeing extended family coming into the kingdom in this season. Father, I thank you right now. Do you have any brothers or sisters? Do you have brothers? Okay, God's going to bring them home in this season right now. I feel like you're contending right now. Lord, I thank you right now for family revival. We just release it now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that there's going to be a season right now of the fire of God touching the whole family. We agree right now, like Joshua prayed, ask for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Lord, I thank you right now. I, I feel like there's such a huge, Lord, I thank you for this mother's heart. Lord, I thank you right now that this is going to be a year where in Isaiah 60, it's like your heart will swell with joy. And Lord, because I thank you that sons and daughters are coming back. Lord, we release it now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for this gentleman here. Lord, we speak strength over this arm right now in the hand, all the mobility issues. Lord, we speak be healed now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, I thank you right now. Any kind of pain, Lord, any kind of fibromyalgia, whatever it is, has to go now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I thank you too. Something about God, you're going to release the best sleep of his life. There's a rest restoration of energy coming to the body in Jesus' name. How many say amen? amen? Thank you, God. Wow. Thank you, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. Is there, um, is there like a, is, is it Carol? Is there Carol or something like this? Does that make sense? Is, is there anyone named like, is there Carol here? Does that make sense? Is there a, like, I just kept hearing the word Carol. Is that someone's name? Where are you? Okay. No, I, that, that I bet you there's probably a few. <laughs> Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, just release your glory right now in Jesus' name. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you, Lord. It's a... Is there someone here that you lost a loved one when you were like around 10 years old or something like this? Was there someone that lost? I don't know if there was like a, a loss of a parent or something. Is this you? Yeah. Lord, I thank you right now. I just saw the Father's love just coming over right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. I, I just saw like Jesus just giving a massive hug. Father, I thank you for this season right now. I felt like the Lord said this is going to be a year of firsts, that this is a year of like God releasing incredible firsts and adventures with Jesus. Lord, I thank you right now for releasing it in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you right now. 
Lord, for your heart. And in this season, Lord, that you're going to walk with her all the days of her life. Lord, I thank you right now that this is going to be a time. I just keep seeing Jesus releasing the joy of the Lord, which is going to be your strength. And Lord, I thank you for it right now. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we release right now that adventure, going on adventures with Jesus. Lord, I thank you right now. Open up the doors in Jesus' name. Come on. Amen. Wow, thank you, God. Yeah, come on. Thank you, Jesus. Here's what I want to do briefly, if we can. Um, if you need a miracle in your body, I want to push for this. If you need a miracle in your body, how many believe when God wants to do a new thing, he also wants to heal our old bodies? Come on now. No, seriously, he wants to heal the old bodies. If you need a miracle in your body, you're like, listen, if I'm going to step in the old thing, this body needs an overhaul. If that's you, I want you to really quickly stand up for me here today. We did this yesterday, and we saw some kids receiving miracles, and it was awesome. And uh, if you need a miracle in your body, put your hand on the part of your body where you need a miracle. Now, some of you are like, Sammy, I've got way more issues than hands. <laughs> Take your hand, put it on your head. It's like, it's like, I don't need a coat of paint change on this vehicle. I need a new alternator, transmission, engine. It's all good. How many, how many believe right now that Jesus can heal? Yes. And he wants to heal. And it's part of your inheritance is healing. By his stripes, you were healed. And so right now, here's what I want to do. I just want you to, whether you're putting your hand on your head on that part of your body, Lord, we just acknowledge your presence in this place. Lord, we acknowledge, Lord, that you are doing a new thing. And Lord, that you want to heal our bodies. Jesus, we thank you that you're our healer. And even right now, Lord, I thank you for your miracle working power coming over people. I, I feel like there's a few people that, that you struggle with continual headaches. It's like a, it almost feels like a rubber band on your head. If that's you, just put your hand on your forehead. I just feel right now we just speak healing over that. I just want you to thank the Lord. Thank you for my healing. Lord, I thank you right now for healing of all the tension and the pressure in the head. Lord, right now, all the migraines have to go now in Jesus' name. And, and for those that have had issue with their eyes, blurred vision, floaters, or maybe even blindness right now, just put your hand on the eyes. Lord, I thank you for healing right now. Lord, as we put our hands there, Lord, also you're putting your hands there. And Lord, I thank you for that healing power. We speak over those eyes, complete and total healing. Lord, remove the floaters. Lord, release 2020 vision in this season, Father. We thank you for it. And for those even now, there's, there's people that have issues with their jaw. I keep feeling like a clicking in the jaw and issues with the jaw. If that's you, just, just receive this right now. Father, I thank you for healing of TMJ. I thank you for healing of teeth issues. And so, Lord, even right now, Lord, we receive that healing by faith. All the pain has to go. Lord, I speak to those that have had issues. I keep seeing like, like the esophagus, acid, acid uh, reflux. Lord, I thank you for healing being released right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we speak right now that all the pain in the throat has to go now in Jesus' name. The pain in the esophagus goes now. Lord, I thank you for those that have had uh, right now struggling with intestinal pain. Lord, we thank you right now. Like IBS, I feel like someone has severe IBS. Lord, I thank you for that healing. Just you guys put your hands on your stomach if you've had issues 
issues with your stomach, Lord. We speak healing over that now in Jesus' name. Lord, I speak to scoliosis. I speak to those that have discs out of alignment. We just release healing right now. We speak that your body has to come into alignment. Every disc be healed. Disc degeneration be healed now in Jesus' name. Hips be healed. Lord, we speak to, to knees. Some of you right now, just start to move your knees. If that's you, there's ACL, like uh, MCL issues. Father, we thank you right now for that healing power. Even as we move, Lord, we just thank you right now. Lord, we, we thank you for our miracle. Feet be healed now in Jesus' name. Tumors have to go now in Jesus' name. Ears be healed now in Jesus' name. Cancer has to go in Jesus' mighty name. Wow. Diabetes right now. Blood issues be healed now in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. All over this room, Lord, we release that healing power in Jesus' name. Now, in a moment, I'm going to get you to just to test out your body. But here's the thing. I want you, I learned this from a dear friend of mine. Uh, uh, he's an evangelist that moves in healing all, all over Canada named Bill Prankert. And he said, I, he said, just look for your miracle. Start to thank the Lord. I thank you right now. Even if it's 10% better, 20% better. It's like, Lord, I thank you because we know this one thing. God does not start something unless he has the intent to finish it. And so Lord, we thank you. And so well, here's what I want you to do. I believe thankfulness is a part of receiving breakthrough of healing. I just want you to start to move your body. If it's your back, move your back. If it's your knees, start to move your knees. If it's your shoulder, Lord, we thank you for healing of this. Just start to move. Lord, we thank you for your miracle working power. We don't have to hype it up. I believe there's healing here today, right now, all over this room. Lord, we thank you for it. Now, really quickly, I, I want to do something. If you're feeling God touching your body, if it's like, you know, you, wow, you're like, wow, I got more mobility or, or the pain subsiding or I'm like, you know, it's like completely, totally healed. If that's you, just wave at me. If you're feeling God moving, come on, look at this, nice and high. Look at this, all over the room. Come on, can we give God praise? Wow. Do we have a couple minutes? Do we have a couple minutes? Okay, just wave at me again. Like, here's what I want you to do. Guys, can you just, I want to hear what's going on because sometimes in, in meetings like this, you always get to hear. Come here, quick, 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 quick. Come here, if God's just touched your body, come to my left side really quickly, really, really quickly. Come on, can we give God praise as people are coming up? Wow. Come here, come on this side. Come here, wow. Look at this. Come on, Jesus, this is awesome. What happened? So one of my nostrils has been closed for I don't know how long, and I can, it's not perfect, but it's about 10 or 20% better than it was before Come at on. least. Thank you, Jesus, 100% in Jesus' name. What's happened? I, I had a lump right here, and I keep feeling it. It's not there anymore. It's not there? You had a lump. Yeah, there's a lump right here. My husband knows about it, and it's not there anymore. It's not there. Come on, Jesus. Wow. You had trouble with your leg? Your knee? My knee and my hip. Yeah. And they discovered something that was in a hole in my, my eyebrows, and I was going to go see the doctor um, because when I got... Um, you know what I mean? The ladies should know wax. <laughs> um, I got it done. There was a hole. They, yes. Yeah. And she thought it was, um, um, what do you call it? Um, blackheads. Mm -hmm. And then she tried to bust it open. There was a smell coming out. And I wanted to see the doctor about it on Thursday. How does it now? I don't know. I feel 
my skull like feels so normal. <laughs> she keeps rubbing her head like this. Come on, Jesus. Come on. When you said it's like a, a rubber. Yeah, like a band around the head. Yeah, and my head was just like, like I hear wind in my, everywhere I go is going to sleep and getting up. I'm getting tired of that wind and. Um, How does it feel now? I don't know. I can't hear anything. You can't hear it anymore. Come on. Praise God. Come on. I got to go a little bit quick here. Real quick. What's going on? Uh, I had a baby three months ago. So my back's been hurting really bad in the middle right here. And it was hurting like five minutes ago. And it's not hurting anymore. It's not hurting anymore. Come on, Jesus. High five. Praise God. What's going on? Come here. Come here. I've had uh, sore knees and four, sore feet actually this morning. And... The pain is gone. The pain is gone. Come on. Praise God. What happened? <laughs> well, I was feeling very sore yesterday all through my neck and down my back. Uh, I've had a few accidents, but uh, I don't feel any anymore. Anymore. There's no more. Come on. Praise Jesus. Wow. But, yeah. My brother is very sick, uh, not doing so well. So if we could pray for him, Yvonne Larocque. Come here, come here. Father, let's just stretch out our hands. Father, we thank you right now that you're present to heal. Lord, we just thank you right now for that anointing of healing right now. As she's standing in the gap for Yvonne, Lord, we just release that healing power now in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Come on. What happened? I was diagnosed with acid reflux three weeks ago, and it was so awful that I just about wasn't eating. I was in so much pain, so I was quite malnourished. Um, three weeks ago, I was diagnosed. I know what's wrong. I'm feeling better. But when you prayed today, um, I just I felt something relax. You know, it had been tense. Um, my appetite was gone. I, I felt an appetite. Come on. Praise God. Come here. Wow, what happened? Well, last July, I had a pain in my side, like really bad. And last April, I was diagnosed with ovarian cysts. And I was in pain this morning, didn't want to come to church, but I feel like the pain is gone now. You feel like the pain's gone right now? Come on, praise Jesus. Wow, what happened? <laughs> uh, I had this uh, pain in my lower back. Stand up, sit down, and it's just throbbing, but... Once you prayed, it was just gone. It's just gone. There's no more pain. Come on, Jesus. Wow. Come on. Can we just give God praise, you guys? Come on. Thank you, God. Wow. How many believe God is doing a new thing? Can we do something today? How many are ready? to step into the new thing that God's doing. It's like, listen, I feel like the days right now of, oh, let's just wait and see. It's over. He's moving right here and right now. And he's moving in, listen, he's moving in your city. How many can agree with me right now that God's got some huge plans for PA? And with this church, you know, if I'm going to end with this, I want to pray. I, I have a prophetic word for the church. Pastor Megan, God's going to give you guys keys to the heart of the city. It's going to give you keys to the heart of the city because you guys truly love the city and that there's going to be anointing as you guys are doing, whether it's events or outdoor activities to reach the community. It's going to touch the, the community in a way that it's never been touched before because you're actually going to find the heart issues of Prince Albert. 
And I feel like because you guys have walked through this last season and, and truly the Lord has been your defense, the Lord has been the one um, that you have stood upon. God is, is entrusting you with keys of influence. And so, Lord, I thank you for this church. I thank you for this ministry. God, I thank you right now that this ministry is going to meet the needs of the heart of the city. And Lord, I thank you right now that there are many that are going to call this church home in this next season. And Lord, they're truly going to say that this church is a blessing to our community and it's a blessing to this region. And God, I thank you right now. I keep seeing the Lord's going to release you guys. Watch what God does. There is going to be tens of millions of dollars coming in for a revitalization of downtown right here, right now. There is a releasing of tens of millions of dollars. There's going to be, I'm telling you right now, there is going to be such a move in this next season of finance. Get ready. I'm just prophesying right now that they're get ready for, for there's companies that are coming in, large companies that are going to come into PA in this next season. And there's going to be, PA is going to be a place of work. There's going to be so much more work coming that young people aren't going to leave to go to Saskatoon or Edmonton or the oil fields for work, but they're going to stay here and build that family. That PA is going to be known as a place to raise a family, to place, to be like literally one of the best places in all of Saskatchewan. God, I thank you for releasing it in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you right now that things are going to increase in this season. Father, I thank you right even out of this place. Get ready. I, I keep seeing even there's going to be city councilors. There's going to be people that are going to come out of this church that are going to have a heart. They're going to be like moms and dads for this city. God, I thank you right now. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. And Lord, even get ready. There's even people that are going to come back in this season. I keep seeing right now, there are people that are coming back. There's a full circle. God's doing things full circle, full circle, full circle. God's going to bring them back. There's people that are coming back in this season. Lord, I thank you right now. Sons and daughters are coming back. Lord, right now, sons and daughters of the house, I just see God's releasing such an anointing right now of family, and he's calling his kids back. And in this house, get ready. We're going to see literally grandparents, parents, and their kids worshiping Jesus all together. Come on. I want to encourage you guys. I want to encourage you right now. I, I feel like this is the time. The time's now. Not next year. And don't wait for your pastor just to figure everything out. You have a part to play. All of us. And here's the reason why. Because God, God is not interested in using one or two people. He wants to use a generation, and you're a part of it. And so here's what I want us to do. I want to end with this. I believe right here in this place, God is looking for you and I to stand up and to embrace this new season. I know for some of us, it's, this last season's been hard. I, I'd be lying to you if it wasn't difficult for us too. Like Canada, as we know, it's, it's changed a lot. The world that we know it, our churches, so much has changed. But I'll tell you this right now, change is not a bad thing. But we are going to move from glory to glory and from strength to strength. And the best is yet to come. So here's what I want to do. Would you do this today? Would you stand up all over this place? As we're going to transition this service, would you stand up? And I feel like as we stand, what we're doing is we're standing up into this new season. You know, I love Isaiah 60. It says, arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And it talks about the darkness that covers the earth and darkness on the people. But it says his glory is going to rise upon you. And here's what I want us to do if we can all over this room. Can we just lift up our hands? Because I believe right now, this weekend, God was marking kids with his presence. And I believe today God wants to mark you with his presence. Yes. That 
this next season that we're stepping into and we're talking about the new thing, we're not doing this thing alone, but you're actually being marked with his presence. Like Moses said, unless your presence goes with us, God, we're no different than anybody else. Your presence has to go. And here's my word for you. God is going with you in this season. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of what it looks like. You don't have to be afraid of what it's going to take because the truth is his presence is marking you right now. And so, Father, I thank you right now for this church. I thank you for this family, God. Lord, I thank you right now for the honor and the privilege to serve them this morning. And God, I'm asking, Lord, would you awaken our hearts today? Lord, would you awaken our hearts and for those that maybe feel asleep because of hope deferred or those maybe feel asleep because they don't know how they fit into what God you're doing. Lord, I thank you that there is an awakening that's taking place. God, I thank you right now that you are releasing the discernment Lord, to be able to embrace this new season and the opportunities that come with this season. Father, I thank you right now that this season is a time to arise and to shine for their light has come. And Lord, we speak right now over Prince Albert that the glory of the Lord is going to rise upon you. That people in Prince Albert are going to see the glory of God, the power of God, the presence of God, the love of God. Lord, I thank you right now that its best days are here right now now. And God, I thank you that we are living in days of harvest. Lord, I thank you that this church has been positioned for such a time as this. Lord, that thousands upon thousands of people are about to encounter the loving, saving power of Jesus Christ. And so Lord, I pray today, would you strengthen your body? Would you strengthen your people? Would you encourage them and maybe for some that, that have been in hope deferred and you're, and you're saying, you know what, Sammy, I just, I feel like I don't know how to move forwards. Holy Spirit, I, I thank you that you know how to help them to move forwards. And Lord, I speak right now that you're going to close the old doors, even old doors today of pain, old doors of discouragement. Lord, I thank you that you're going to close those doors and you're opening up new doors of hope, new doors of life, and also doors to dream again. And I speak, it's time for the dreamer to dream again, to dream the God dream. Because a vision that comes from heaven is going to be funded by heaven. Because God, you will have your way in this region. In Jesus' name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Come on, can we give God one more shout of praise? Well, I've had so much fun. I know that this is the beginning. I told you this before, and I'll say it on the mic. We have your back 100%. And uh, I, I really hope that uh, if there are things, like I said this before, in sports, all of this, we're 100% behind you. We're going to see thousands. I'm telling you right now, like, we're going to see thousands of people get saved in PA. And when you guys are doing stuff, you've got the backing with Voice Revival. We love you guys. We appreciate you. We honor you, Pastor Megan. Listen, Jared, all of you guys, your family, you guys are the real deal. And listen, I really believe Canada is blessed because of you guys. And so, guys, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Love you guys. And hopefully we can see you soon. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.